Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Elizabeth from England, who has multiple sclerosis. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you. Could you tell us when you first started to notice MS symptoms? Well, I didn't. They were there, but I didn't really take any notice of them. I think um, they started after I had glandular fever in my when I was a teenager, but uh, I'm not particularly body aware, so I didn't think it was strange that I would fall over and um, have very bad headaches. I, I never thought it was strange. So I never, uh, it was my husband that took me to the doctors. He thought there was something wrong with me. And the, the, the doctor thought it was oxygen deprivation at birth. That's why I was a bit wobbly. But I never thought I had any I, well, I certainly didn't recognise um, there was something wrong with me, and neither did my family. And uh, so it was a complete surprise when I was diagnosed with MS after a brain scan. Mm-hmm. And what age were you by the time you had the, the scan? Um, 32. I'm 44 now, so 32. Okay. So how did that affect you mentally, being told you had MS? Well, it just made me... Well, it had the effect on me of just going into complete denial and going back to work and working very hard and just kind of pretending, well, I'm not going to take any notice of this, really. I'm just going to carry on with my career because I had a very successful career and I I was a bit... Um, upset. I was due to do a job in Singapore and when I was diagnosed I, well, they wouldn't let me fly. took me straight into hospital so I was upset that I couldn't do this high profile job in Singapore. Um, and the people that I work with um, after the diagnosis they, they didn't really understand what it was so they just gave me my boss gave me a very high-powered project, which, looking back, probably wasn't the best thing to do. Um, and and I just just went up to work. And my father was very poorly at the time as well. So my family, I'm an only child, so my family didn't really take any much notice of the diagnosis because mm-hmm. my father was uh, very seriously ill. So what were your symptoms by the time you found LDN? Well, um, symptoms, um, I think, uh, pain, pain in in my leg and pain in my headaches as well and um, uh, mood things, kind of been very hormonal. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you find LDN? Well, it was 
Paul.found.ldn through research after I was prescribed Capaxone. And then um, he researched on the internet and found LDN. And I wasn't uh, very keen on it because I thought I should be going down the medical route of what the, uh, the establishment, if you like, were thinking. I mean, I'm trained as a scientist, so I found it quite difficult initially to um, get my head around the whole thing about LDN and the fact that it hadn't gone through NICE and sort of that concerned me and the the doctors and my MS nurse wouldn't talk about it. But through through Paul and through thinking about it, I decided not to ha- take Paxone and take LDN instead. How long ago was that? That was last year, February last year. Mm-hmm. And, and what were your symptoms at that point? Uh, I've already asked you that, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> we'll have that cut out, never mind. Um, did you manage to get your own doctor to prescribe LDN? No, no. Because my doctor, I talked to her about it, and she said that she wasn't able to do that because it hadn't been so nice. Okay. So once you started, did you have any introductory side effects? Um, only um, a couple of saucy dreams, that's all. Mm-hmm. And how long did it take for you to notice that LDM was doing anything for you? Well, I noticed the mood stability, that's the primary thing, but I noticed quite quickly, um, I'd say within within three, three weeks of taking it. Mm-hmm. What about your pain? Um, I, I can't honestly say. Um, it, it had, maybe initially it had an impact on pain, but... In the moment, I've got another, I've got a gynecological issue, which I don't know how long that's been around, Linda, and I know that's knocking into the MS. Mm-hmm. So the, the levels of pain are still quite severe. Mm-hmm. What about your other symptoms? Um, Has LDN helped relieve any of those? So in terms of walking, then I still get... Um, problems in their legs when I don't walk so well. Um, headaches. I have seen a dramatic improvement in headaches. I used to have headaches all the time um, prior to LDN. So I don't have headaches like I used to have. Okay, very occasionally I'll get a real belting headache. But that is the exception. I used to get massive headaches all the time, every day. I just survived on painkillers all the time. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have any problems with your bladder? Yes. And, yes, actually, yes, good point. I have had bladder stability. And if that, I think... Yeah, and I take the water to mammoths. Um, but yes, the blood stability this year has been really, really good. 
So the, I had a lot more problems last year with it. So, yeah, the, the bladder has been a, a success. And what about fatigue? Um, fatigue, um, that goes in waves. Um, I think LDN helped the fatigue initially a lot. But as I say, more recently, since I've had this other gynae problem, then I have had some fatigue. So I'd say, yeah, I'd summarise that, Linda, and say the bladder and the levels of fatigue improved dramatically mm -hmm. since taking the LDN. So how would you feel, how would you say LDN has helped your quality of life? Well, um, just on the bladder front, massively. Um, I wouldn't like to stop taking it. I'd be very scared mm -hmm. to stop taking the LDN. And really, I suppose that's the, the only true measure that I would be able to find as if I stopped taking it. Mm -hmm. um, I do I do have MS symptoms um, a lot, but I'm sure I'd have more if I didn't take LDN. Mm -hmm. What would you say to other people who are contemplating trying LDN but might be a little bit scared? Well, I'd say you've got to try it for yourself. There's no harm that can come to you, and to to do the research and to look at all the sites and the testimonials that are available through you, and also that um, Bahari's work on the internet, definitely, and then to make an informed choice. And I mean, I think politically, the the reason LDN hasn't been so nice is political. Nothing to do with the effectiveness of the drug, and there's no money in it. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us, Elizabeth, and uh, I hope you get all your problems sorted out soon. I'd like to welcome Kaya from Germany. And oh, hello. Hello, and Kaya has multiple sclerosis. Would you like to tell us your story, Kaya? Um. I I had um, MS since it was diagnosed in 1980. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I lived in England then, okay. uh, but I had my first symptoms here in Germany, and it was just after I left school um, and then it started. You know, it's just handy <laughs> to start a new life. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that's how it uh, turned out. Mm. What um, symptoms did you have at that time? Um, uh, I had uh, my, my very first symptoms uh, was uh, a numb area around my backside. Oh, and right. it's, uh, it's a really difficult to, to explain, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then what happened? Um, I, I went to doctors and I couldn't find anything at first. And... Uh, then uh, I had to move to England, and of course it was um, quite an exciting time, and uh, you know, really mm, and, and unsettled, how? unsettled. Yes. And 
uh, I, I then had uh, many more symptoms, and there were kind of symptoms like in the book. I couldn't walk very well. My, uh, my sense of balance went badly. Um, couldn't really walk stairs very well. Um, what else? Anything. I had just about everything in the book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it was very easy, and uh, I went to a doctor, and he'd known MS. He mm. had patients before, and he said, well, that looks very much like it. He was honest about it, mm-hmm. which I'm very happy about. And, yeah. Oh, sorry. You've got a dog. I've got a dog. <laughs> yeah. We'll very have nice to one. just do that bit again. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so how old were you at that time, Kai? Uh, 21. 21. And how did that affect you emotionally? Uh, I was devastated. Mm. You know, you know, was, I was just about to start a new life. I just finished school, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and, you know, I was going to embark on a new life, you know, with my partner at that time. Yes. So where did you go from there? I mean, you were diagnosed and you had all these awful symptoms. Yes, I I stayed at home for a while. Mm -hmm. I didn't do much. But uh, after about a year, I decided to to go to college. Right. Uh, And then, uh, you know, I had this idea. I, I wanted to study fashion and fashion design, and I went to art college. In mm-hmm. Right. So, were you given any medication at that time? Oh. Oh, I can't remember. Okay. So, no, did you? I, I can't remember. I don't, I don't think so. Did your MS progress from there, or did it? Was it relapsing and remitting? Yes, relaxing. Yeah, relaxing, remitting. Were you having many relapses? So, could you repeat that, please? Yes. Were you having many relapses? Um, for a while, yeah. It was sort of the first year. Uh, it happened quite often, and uh, and then it sort of tapered down, you know, and it went into uh, sort of secondary progressive after that, you know. Mm-hmm. So what were you, you suffering with? You said everything in the book. I mean... Uh, yeah, sort of thing, yes. Numbness, pins and needles. I, I, can, I can read that because I, 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 I brought down a few notes. Okay. Uh, yep. it was, uh, my, my vision was affected, my balance, my coordination. I felt numbness in some parts of the body. Uh, my speech was affected which was very handy as I uh, spent some time in language school mm-hmm. and I couldn't talk and uh, it was uh, a bit difficult at that time. Uh, anyway, uh, my walking. Um, and that's about mainly what it was, yeah. Yeah. What about your bowel and bladder? Were they okay? Um, yeah, my bladder is affected and still is. I think mm-hmm. it was at that time as well. What about fatigue? Yes. Okay. 
so life was quite difficult, I take it, for you. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. And okay. in that first year, but after that, uh, it, it sort of, yeah, you know, as, as you know, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. it seems to disappear, and you keep on hoping that it does. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and then I started studying, you know. Yes. So when did it start to come back again? Uh, later on, after about five years. Right. And then what happened? Um, hang on. Uh, let, let me think. Uh, we went back to Germany. I... I started work yes i was at work for a few years and everything seemed to be fine then mm-hmm. and uh, then i uh, i felt weaker you know my fatigue set in and of course uh, i worked full time which was a bit hard for mm-hmm. that um and um later on i, I started taking Time off, you know. I spent my holidays just to be ill, yes. so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. so I never really went away or anything. I just worked sort of four days a week or something. Right. You know? So, what were your symptoms like before you found LDN? Had they all come back again? Um. Well, it went. Um, Hmm. Uh, that the LDN was a lot later, you know, mm-hmm. I found out about 2004, which was uh, quite a long time after I, I started the illness, yes. you know, I started in 1980, so, you know, 24 years later, um, so I, I actually read about it uh, in, in your magazine. Right. Uh, uh, and uh, then, in, in fact, it was my husband who then said, well, why don't you have a go and try? Yeah. Now, and I said, well, I, you know, I, I don't keep trying and, and hoping that things go back to normal or anything, you know. I, I'm mm-hmm. sort of, uh, I live life matter-of-factly sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so I try to... Uh, live within the boundaries right. of this illness. Yes. So know? what and, what were and, you like at that point? Uh, oh, yeah, that's what you want to know. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm okay. sorry. Um, well, mainly affected by the fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, my walking wasn't very good, yeah. which it isn't very much now because I don't walk at all. I use a wheelchair. Um, it's, um, yeah, and the 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 coordination, you know, the hands. Mm-hmm. I've always been very good with my hands, the artistic and everything, and and it, it's not that that anymore. Yeah, so that's upsetting, then, isn't it, when something. You know, you yeah, it can't yeah, do anymore. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So, 
your husband tried to get you to take LDN and what happened? How did you manage Uh, to obtain it? It's really good. Um, I I feel stronger. Mm -hmm. Sorry? Sorry. How did you manage to get the prescription? Ah, um, I've got a friend doctor. No, my husband's got a friend doctor. Right. Who agreed to prescribe it for me. Mm-hmm. Good. And, and was it easy to obtain the LDN in Germany? Yes. Yeah. Right. You know, we have, we have heroin addicts here as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they take it, don't they? Well, they take it, in it yes, in its full strength. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't and know much about it, luckily. So, um, what were your symptoms? Um, did you have any initial side effects when you started taking out? No, alcohol? never, never. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's wonderful, and, and in fact, I uh, I tipped off my MS friend who lives quite far away, but uh, uh, I, I I told her about it, and she's tried it, and uh, she's feeling much better as well. Good. Uh, so because we're both sort of a thirty-year um, experienced mm-hmm. uh, MS people, so um, it's it's really great. So, what did you find it did for you? Um, well, feel stronger and uh, feel well. You know, when your sense of balance is better, you know, when it wasn't, yes. you feel more. Uh, grounded, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. to speak. Yes. You know, um, even though I can't walk or anything, but if I if I sit up, I, I can sit up without holding on. Right. You know mm-hmm. that sort of thing. That that wasn't like that all the time. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it helps. Uh, it's improving my bladder control. Mm-hmm physical strength, general well-being, I wrote down, better coordination. My handwriting is legible now. Oh, well, that's... It wasn't for a oh, time. just, sorry, hang on, we'd have to stop the uh, phones ringing. Let me just unplug Yeah, this. all right. I don't want it ringing. Let me see if I can pull it out, that's it. Sorry. So we'll we'll start again when you were saying about your handwriting, Okay. So your handwriting is better. So yeah, it's it's legible now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even look that bad. <laughs> well, that's good. Which so, uh, I mean, I, for a while. Mm. Sorry. So would you be able to draw again now? Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. Well, fantastic. Oh yeah. So that. Well, you can't kill an artist, can you? <laughs> <laughs> So that must um, be quite a lift for you. Yes, it's really good. Yeah. Mhm. So you um, will be continue taking LDN. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And um, I I think I've been taking it for about five years now, six, seven years. Seven years. Well, that's good. So what would you Uh, say? August twenty fourth. All right. Since then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, six and a half years. Not too bad, is it? No. 
So, so what would you say to other people in Germany who were... Oh, please, have a go. And That's how easy fine. And how easy do you think it would be for them in Germany to obtain a prescription? It's, uh, well, if you have a sympathetic doctor, uh, it works. But you know how you can get it. Uh, if even any other doctor can prescribe it for you, so you could ask your friendly dentist to prescribe it for you. Okay. You know, any doctor can, can mm-hmm. you know. And in fact, uh, some, you know, I, I, um, I, I joined some um, uh, what's it called, an internet site. Yes. Here in Germany, you mm-hmm. know, MS, uh, and some some somebody said, "Why don't you try your dentist?" You know, my. Mm-hmm. My dentist is my friend, and I asked him, and he did. You know, wow. so that's very encouraging. So I thought, oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to try. Yeah. So I tried, and I, I I got a prescription. So it's it's no problem. Good. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add, Kaya? <laughs> um. Now, I can only recommend to have a go. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's my, my friend who tried it. She, she calls it a wonder drug. So, <laughs> <laughs> and she always calls it the drug. <laughs> well, maybe you could ask your friend if she'd like to share her story with us. Oh, I, I, I could ask her. Does yes. she speak English? Um, I, th- I think so. Okay. Well, I'm not sure whether she feels uh, she feels she can do it well enough, but um, I, I can let her know. Okay. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. Oh, thanks very much. Okay. Thank you for letting me share it. Thank you. Okay. And Bye-bye, um, um, Kaya, before you yeah? go, um, if anybody in Germany wants to talk to somebody in Germany who's taking LDN, would you be willing to do that? Oh, yes. Yes? Okay, yes. that would be great. Yeah. So thank you very much. Okay. I'd like to introduce Kim from England, who has multiple sclerosis. Welcome, Kim. Hi, dear. Hello. Thank you. Could you tell me when you first noticed your MS symptoms? Um, I first noticed the symptoms when I was quite young. I was 17, and I had numbness in my legs, and slight paralysis in one leg at one point and then in my early 20s I developed Bell's palsy which was one side of my face went completely numb and paralysed for about six weeks which looking back the doctors now see that was probably the MS that did it and then over my 20s there were just um, moments of numbness and paralysis but it was never put down to anything other than when I developed and was diagnosed, it was looked back and it was said that's what it was. It was the MS. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I didn't know it was the MS that did that. And right. then I was diagnosed when I was 30. Right. And what were your symptoms at that time when you were diagnosed? Um, I didn't have any symptoms apart from, <clears throat> excuse me, like I said before, maybe once in a year or something, I would be slightly numb in my hands or something. And then I came back, I was working abroad in the whole country and I came back. London 
and I had walked down the road and I walked into a lamp post literally and then I went to the doctor because I'd had a slight um, seizure. I didn't know the time that it was. I had strange smells and my vision went... He told me I'd had migraine and he told me it'd be fine. I was to go back in two days if I didn't feel very good. And then two days or so later, I was in my sister's and I had a grand mal seizure and that was the beginning of what led to another year before I was actually diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And I spent weeks and weeks in hospital because they thought I had a, um, a blood clot in the brain and they did lots and lots of tests. And then eventually after about eight months of in and out hospital, I went home and I went back again six to eight months again later, again having seizures. And this time I had what was actually, I was told were, seizures and mild strokes as well, which at the time was really scary. I didn't know what it was. Mm. And that went on again for weeks. It was about over six weeks. And they just carried on testing and lumbar punctures and just loads and loads of tests that went for a long, long time. Right. So what other symptoms were you having? I mean, did you suffer with fatigue or bladder problems, cognitive problems or anything like that? No, it didn't then. No, it was basically, it was the seizures that um, when I was, before they diagnosed me, they thought that I had motor neurons disease mm-hmm. and initially a blood clot in the brain and it went to motor neurons disease. They didn't tell me that until after I was diagnosed with MS, but I knew that they, they suspected something quite serious because of all the symptoms I was having mm-hmm. and they didn't tell me until I was, they'd found out for sure that they thought it was MS. And when they told me it was MS, I was really happy. I started laughing. And my neurologist said he was a wonderful man. He's now retired. He said I was the first person who'd told me I had MS that I started laughing. And I said, well, it was either that or something that I didn't have much time left to live. So for me, MS was not an ending. It was a beginning. So I still had time. <laughs> I could still mm. live my life. But I didn't have any, I didn't have any at that point numbness or feelings. There was remitting and relapsing, but it had more to do with the seizures. Right. And as, I, as I've got, become older, then the, the numbness became more stronger. I started to notice it, but in my early 30s, it wasn't so noticeable. Mm-hmm. So before you found LDN, what were your symptoms at that time? Well, by the time I found LDN, I had progressed quite far because I had remitting and relapsing MS. But I was quite well because I hadn't had been in remission. After my son was born, my, my then neurologist told me that sometimes pregnancy with women in MS it can either make it worse or better. For me, it seemed to make me better, and I, ha- I was really good. I hadn't done any major relapses. And when I saw a GP, she decided that I should go to the National Neurological Hospital in London and because she thought I was too well and she didn't think I had MS. So that, that went, led on to me arriving there. I'd been at the gym, walked in to see this professor, and two years later I had to leave on my husband's arm because I couldn't walk anymore properly because I did so many tests, changed my medication. They didn't believe there was such a thing as MS and seizures, and basically I spent two years of being tested and prodded that made me really sick. And when I got home, the MS got worse. I became more ill. I saw I was going downhill quite rapidly, and I thought, this is not good. And I I was in the computer one night, 
literally at the point I was thinking I can't let my family and my son and my husband watch me go this way. And I was looking rather morbidly for a, another way out, as in Switzerland, etc. I hate to be morbid, but that was my frame of mind. Mm. And then I came across LDN. It was absolute chance and perhaps a wonderful fate that I found LDN purely as looking for something morbid and I found another beginning. So that was how I came across LDN. And, and my, at that point, the MS was really bad. I was really quite quite ill with it. Can you describe what you were like? Um, I couldn't I couldn't walk very far without um, stopping, holding on to my husband's arms. I didn't have any balance. I had to sit down to put on a pair of shoes. I had to sit down at the edge of the bed. I couldn't bend over. I couldn't dress myself without sitting down because I had absolutely no balance. I couldn't have a, a shower. I couldn't bath very well without my husband helping me. I couldn't get out of the bath. And he had to wash my hair for me, I couldn't even wash my hair. So I was really quite, my MS had really deteriorated, I'd got got really bad. And I was having, every night, I had really bad cramps that used to wake me up. The really horrible cramps you get with MS that that waken you up. And you can't, they don't pass, your muscles all seize up in your legs. And they were really horrible and they were getting worse and more and more often and more frequent and the pain that goes with them, everybody who's got MS that's ever had that knows that that pain's horrible. Mm. So it was at that stage it wasn't a nice part of MS, it wasn't pleasant at all. So how did you get hold of LDN? Were you able to get a prescription on the NHS? No, thankfully Linda, yourself, <laughs> I'm speaking to wonderful Linda, she told me about a doctor um, in London in Golders Green who He's a wonderful man. He prescribes LDN for people because most GPs, I did ask my GP, not right then because I knew that after previous experience, I didn't think they would. And, and I was right, they didn't, and they still won't um, give me it on the NHS. But the doctor that I've seen, Golders Screen, he's really nice. He um, he only charges me the minimum amount, and he said he would charge less if he could. He charges me £50 for six-month prescription, and he's private too, and that is really not very much for a private doctor, and he doesn't charge too much. So I get it through him, and he does me repeat prescriptions. Now, so I just call up, and they send my repeat prescription off to Dickinson's in Glasgow, so it's really quite a good routine I've got with him, and I hope it stays mm. that way. It would be nice to have a GP and NHS that would do it, but there's so much still to be crossed here, I guess, with the, the National Health Service and... And hopefully one day they will prescribe LDN. But at this moment in time, I know I get my my prescription from a private doctor who mm. also prescribes for hundreds of other people that use LDN for all different things other than MS. Yes. And he's a really nice man. The first time I met him, he said to me, I'll tell you as it is, Kim, he said, I prescribe it for, I remember then, I think he had 700 people at that point. We're going back two years now. He's probably doubled that, I would imagine, by now. He said... In his experience, he said it works for 75% of his patients. He said 25% don't really have any effect. And he said, and 5% had what they thought was a negative reaction. And he mm-hmm. said, in my world of medicine, that's pretty good odds. And I said, yeah, that's really good odds. He said, I'll give it a bash. Mm-hmm. And, and um, did you notice any negative effects to start with? No, not really. Just unusual feelings. I did notice they were more intensified slightly. Um, I would get MS, um, slight tingling in my hands, a slight pain in my spine, and it would pass over. But I remember thinking then, 
that it was as if the the feelings in my spine and in my legs, it was as though the, the LTN was in some way affecting, but in a, in a good way, the plaques in my brain, the MS, because they were being stimulated in some way. In a positive way, obviously, because of the way I am now, there is no comparison to what I was back then. And my, I thought there's something that LDN is doing that's making me have minor symptoms, and then they would pass. And then after a few weeks, I didn't get them anymore. But it wasn't anything anything bad or serious or, or painful. And sometimes a little bit of confusion. When I first started on the LDN, I was on 4.5, and that was too high. And I went, I lowered it because I felt a bit strange and a bit confused. So I tried lowering it, and I went down to 3, and that worked fine. And I'm now at 3.5. I find with LDN, you have to be a, bit, a little bit brave and sometimes lower or up the dosage. For me, in the beginning, I tried higher and then a little bit lower. And if I felt really not very well, I would... I would I would put it up a little bit, and I found 3.5 for me is a really good dose. 4.5 was too too much. Mm-hmm. I think it's a personal thing with LDN. You have to find the right dosage. Yes. So what improvements have you noticed? Oh, gosh. <laughs> they're, so, they're so vast. Where do I begin? My balance. Before, I, I couldn't balance. I can walk. I can walk really huge amount. I can walk miles now, literally. I can... I can wash my hair, I can dress myself, everything. I'm, I'm the way I was before the, the symptoms of MS. I would say the way I was, aside from age now, regarding age, I'm pretty much the average person now that I have MS. Most people don't even know that I have it, and I don't feel I have it anymore. I don't get any, I still get fatigued, but that's more because I push myself too much sometimes because I forget that I should sometimes hold back a little bit and I know I work too hard I walk too fast I do too many things because LDN gives you that ability and sometimes I think to myself because you're pushing yourself Kim. but then why not if I have the ability to do that it's just the way my body's able to do it now but yeah everything changed for me everything dramatically changed I could walk I could talk better I still not my speech is still not great but before LDN I couldn't I couldn't put sentences together without forgetting words or my speech was really slurred in the mm-hmm. beginning, I noticed that as well. It changed. My speech improved in the first few months. And now it's not great still. I still have MS, obviously, but it's so much better. I could never have done this before LDN and spoken the phone like this without mm-hmm. becoming tired. So what did your husband make of the change in you? I think it's wonderful. He thinks it's absolutely amazing. He got me back. He, before he was my carer, in a way, he had to wash my hair. He had to help me out the bath. He would... He would look after me and, and take care of me, but I thought at one point he, I felt really sad for him. That was why I was looking at the morbid night on the computer. I was thinking, I can't let them see me go this way. And now he has me back, and my son has his mum back. And, yeah, he thinks it's amazing. He always says, come, you take your medicine. <laughs> Have you got your LVN when we go abroad? We're going to wear You've got your medicine, you've got everything. He always <laughs> looks after him. He should have got it. Yeah, so he's wonderful, yeah. So what would you say to other people who are contemplating trying LDN? I would say try it. Please don't don't be frightened. There there are no side effects that are that are dangerous or significant enough to bother you. Give it a bash. It can't do you any harm. It's a, such a small amount to take. 
it's just a little liquid or even tablet. I'm presuming you can get tablet, but I go for the liquid. I try it. It can do no harm. It changed my life around completely. I used to tell, I used to, in the first few weeks and months, I used to talk to strangers at bus stops about LDN. <laughs> I used to tell complete strangers about how I had MS. And I know they looked at me as I was mad because they would think, how can you have MS and be so well? And therefore, I say to anybody, give it a bash. There's nothing to lose. There's absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. If it works, it will change your life. And I say that with really to try it. Don't be frightened. Have no fear. Just try it. It won't do you any harm. And and I would, I will always say that to people to try it. My sister, sadly, I have a sister that has MS. I'll just mention this quickly. And she takes beta interferon every day by injection and has done for five years. She sees me. She won't try it because she's frightened because some of the medical professions still will not agree to LDN and they don't because it, it doesn't go with their diagnosis of LDN, I, I guess, or rather MS rather. But Suzanne's too frightened to try LDN, although she sees me really well. So I have half my family a bit strange regarding LDN, they're a bit frightened almost. And so I think sometimes fear can be a big barrier and you have to just take a step out into the unknown into LDN and be a bit brave and just try it. Mm-hmm. And I'd say if it comes to, don't tell your GP, don't tell your doctor until you have the confidence to. I told my GP eventually after the second LDN confidence, conference, and I had confidence to tell her, and I took her some literature and I said, please, if you see any patients that you think might benefit from them, from it, give them it, or tell them where to get it, rather, if you can't diagnose it, and I'm not diagnose it, so I prescribe it, and she said that she would she would keep it in mind. She can't, she can't prescribe it, but at least she's going to keep it in mind. Mm-hmm. So I think LDN, you have to just be a little bit brave and take that step and just try it because it can't do you any harm. And I would say try it, go for it. And I'm starting to talk too much. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so thank you very much for all your help and support. That's really inspirational for other people. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Linda, also, because you're the person that led me to it. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.